You're listening to The Weird Sisters, Harry Potter Reread, Episode 42. On today's show, we discuss Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Chapters 31, 32, and 33. Hello and welcome to The Weird Sisters. I'm Danielle. And I'm Allison. And we are at the, isn't that, what is the word? There's a special like literary word for the part right before the climax. Oh, you're right. Oh, it's got to be pre-something, doesn't it? Or penultimate. I don't know. That doesn't ring a bell. Interest. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a there's a word and we're at that word. Okay. Well, I was, you know, especially reading them in the first two chapters were pretty involved. And then the last one, I was like, wait. You're, we're not going to do anything else. Like, I yeah. was ready. Like, our last couple readings have been long. The mm. chapters have been quite long. Whereas this one, I think I read all three chapters in 50 minutes with notes. Well, see, I think I think the first two were kind of beady. It was just the last one that had nothing. <laughs> well, the first chapter, I which I really liked, OWLs, Owls. Uh, is actually mostly full of just adorable little details. <laughs> yes, like this is kind of our last moment before things get real. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I I don't give this book enough credit for having so much ordinary classroom stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I always say that I liked about the earlier books. Like, that's what it was all about you went to class and you had regular things and there is a lot of that in here yes definitely um but we begin the chapter with the recap for poor ron who learns that his friends didn't see his amazing heroics (laughs) well yes he's been soaking up all the attention you know kind of flipping his hair around and retelling his dramatic quidditch tales they're like yeah we didn't see that we went to go see a really angry giant instead. <laughs> yeah, and that was a bummer. And he's all, well, Hagrid's crazy. It... Yes. But hopefully he doesn't get sacked so we never have to do anything. Okay, but am I misremembering this? Because in my mind, there are... There's parts of this book where they do go and take care of him. And, like, at one point, Ron comes back all tired and angry because of it. You know, when you say that, that sounds like a real thing. I don't know. Is that in the, is that in the sixth book, though, maybe? Is he still there? Well, because doesn't he show up at the final battle? So I is So where else is he? He doesn't go away and come back? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem at this point like like it's going to happen. Yeah, but when you say that image of Ron, that seems familiar. Maybe you're just planting it in my head. Okay. Or it's Norbert, and I'm confused. (laughs) Maybe it is Norbert. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Um Okay, but I particularly liked this little, like, pre-owl description of what everyone is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all frantically studying and stuff. But, like, all these attention-boosting smartness-making 
home remedies or snake oil are appearing on the black market of Hogwarts. Yes. Just what you needed to ace your exams. Yeah. It reminded me, like, oh, this is Wizard Adderall. (laughs) That's an apt description. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're actually... Go ahead. I was going to say, and Harry and Ron are actually studying. Oh, yeah. They have to. I mean, everyone reaches that point even if they're a slack off there's that point when they know they need to do a little bit (laughs) and Hermione might kill them if they don't because she's gone crazy yeah now would you be a would you be a Hermione if you were at Hogwarts would you be a good studier yes I'm I'm a good studier I'm not probably not as intense like I reach a capacity a maximum capacity like nope can't care anymore can't study anymore go ahead i am not a good studier i kind of got always got off on being a good test taker <laughs> i mean there is like a level of all right let me cram a little bit i can output it on a test and then i will e- forget it exactly uh, but then it's finally exam time mm-hmm and there's, I guess, for at least most, if not all, exams, there's a, a theory and a practical. Yeah, so, I mean, they kind of walked through all of them. They, what was, for, I think Charms was first, and, you know, I like their little anecdotes about, like, oh, well, like, Harry thought he did okay, it's up for that one question. He kind mm-hmm. of confused, and Ron confused this. Yeah. And he does, there's a moment with the examiner where in defense against the dark arts where of course he does the best that uh the examiner has heard that harry can produce a patronus and wants to see it for a bonus point (laughs) i know can real wizards not do this because they all are very very impressed by this well i think we when it's the newt level work at least Mm. and certainly not everyone goes on to take newts in defense against the dark arts Uh, that's true Yeah, I like the part about where he's cartwheeling eggs, and I really want to know how important that is to have that skill (laughs) to make your eggs dance for you. Yeah, wasn't it an egg cup? Maybe, but still. But still. Yeah, did it like sprout arms and legs, or did it just like tumble? (laughs) Became flexible and danced around. (laughs) You know, I'm sure like applicable skills and theories but the things they make them do sometimes often do not feel practical maybe this is like wizard algebra you're like i'm never gonna use this no 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 it's like wizard liberal arts okay you learn (laughs) a bunch of no you learn a bunch of stuff that no one's ever gonna pay you to know but it teaches you how to learn things <laughs> and it's kind of cool to know yeah i imagine charms is a very creative field right i <sighs> you know some things you apply them in creative ways to solve problems <laughs> so what's the practical application are you creating new charms so i mean there has to be a theory of charms that'd be interesting i'd like to know the theory of charms well yeah they took the test <laughs> But just, like, how spells actually work and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. We didn't take the test. Um, 
See what else, what other interesting testy things were there? I mean, they had care of magical creatures. That one was kind of weird. They had to like feed some fake hedgehogs milk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I like that uh, description of it. Um, there were some other weird things they had to do. Pick there. the proper diet for a sick unicorn. Yeah, that was the most legitimate aspect of it but was it though i'm like how many people take care of sick unicorns this feels like new a new level question <laughs> if you're gonna Too be specific a newt scamander <laughs> oh my gosh newt level newt scamander oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well i suppose if you know the normal diet and then know the health properties of unicorns you can infer. <laughs> yeah, care of magical creatures seems like a kind of strange class to be, I guess, mandatory, right? Because everyone seems to take it, at least up through owls. Uh, yeah, and it's, like, really diverse And what is the skill set. Maybe this all, maybe they didn't before Newt. You never know. Everyone maybe. used to hate magical creatures. <laughs> this is like they're, like save the planet sort of education class <laughs> yes natural yes. appreciation mm-hmm. uh there was divination which harry failed well they were always gonna fail that one yeah but a little part of me was horrified like you failed does he actually fail i think so well, then I was getting confused because we never really talk about astronomy. But then, yeah. then they were like back to back and I was like, wait, is this divination? Is this astronomy? Yeah, they do take astronomy and never ever meant, except sometimes they fill out star charts for yes. their homework. Well, and then it becomes really important, actually, in this chapter. Yeah. So, of course, they have to take the um astronomy exam at night because they're doing something with stars that would not work well for me just say <laughs> you'd yes. be asleep and while they're doing this they see uh umbridge and some goons go basically throwing hagrid out by force or attempting to yeah the- i guess they're saying he was they're trying to sack him, but also arrest him? Yeah, I'm not sure what their plan... I guess? Arrest? For what? Well, I don't we know. Did, we didn't mention, right, so someone put another Niffler in Umbridge's office. And that's... Yes. Like, sort of the excuse as part of it. Though I did really like this line, because Harry's all like, But Hagrid didn't do it! And Hermione goes... You are so naive sometimes. <laughs> hasn't this whole book been about, it's not about truth and lies, right? It's not about that. Okay, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. She just needs, like, an excuse and she can peg it on him. It doesn't even matter if it holds water, okay, Harry? Get with it. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, he's a a noble knight and expects everyone else to behave the same. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but Hagrid, of course, does not go down easily. No. Throwing punches. Yeah, gets a little violent. 
Well, they're getting violent with him. They're trying to I stun know, him. He's like throwing people around and knocking them to the ground. They stunned his dog. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's the greatest offense? Yes. You don't stun someone's dog. Well, it's a big dog. <laughs> so? It still worked? What? He'll be... F- that's like if someone aimed a kick at my dog. <laughs> Well, if it was going after them, that would make sense. Wow. Well, okay. Apparently, Allison's on Umbridge's side. Oh, no, but we've already established I'm heartless towards animals, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the real issue uh, is that McGonagall runs out there getting wind of this, and they knock her out. Yeah. That's horrifying. I totally forgot this part, too. I was aghast. Yeah. She takes four stunners passed out on the ground. Yeah. Not okay. Not okay. But then after all this hubbub, they still have another exam. They, they do. Which is, oh, yes. of course, history yes. of magic. Dull. Yes. Perhaps aided by this dullness, Harry is like staring at girls' hair and just, like, not paying any attention well, whatsoever. Well, he was up late last night because Hagrid ran off and then McGonagall goes down for the count and he's all distracted by the weight of the world. Yes. Which means he's... I don't think he's quite dreaming, but at least his mind is wandering and relaxed. Yeah. And then he's through the Department of Mysteries door again. Well, yeah, I mean, and I guess he'd seen the little orbs before, but then he's there, mm-hmm. and then he's Voldemort, and then he's torching Sirius. Yeah. Sirius is supposed to take the orb for, Voldemort says that Sirius is going to take the orb for Which him. Which we know he cannot, but. Well, we know, because we already <laughs> read this book. I gotta feel smart about something here. Okay. Yes. So then Harry's making a scene again. Yeah. And like, so then we have the chapter transition where he's like trying to formulate a plan and he tries to, he goes to Madame Pomfrey to try to find McGonagall. McGonagall's in St. Mungo's. Yeah. And he, so he has no, there's no one to tell basically. So that was wrong, as you realized later. Yes, he will later realize, oh, I guess Snape <laughs> is in the order. Not that I would ever trust him with anything. Yeah. And then Hermione kills it again. She's spot on with this. <laughs> Hermione's got so many sick I'm... burns. <laughs> yeah. Because what was the one at, way at the beginning where she's like, Oh, stop. It wasn't just being dramatic when he was, like, ignoring everyone because he thought he was possessed. Yeah. I don't know. You bet it was good. Yeah. Because here Harry is believing that Sirius is being tortured and will die by Voldemort. And what has to happen? They have to go and get him. And as Hermione points out, well, Harry... You've got a bit of a saving people thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> uh-huh, it's like, what? It well, so? <laughs> See, I think we have to acknowledge that J.K. Rowling hasn't written the annoying parts of Harry Potter on accident. Right? Well, you mean to culminate in this moment? Or what? Well, no. It, she didn't write... You don't, first of all, you don't want to write a character that has nothing wrong with him. But she knows when Harry is being (laughs) ridiculous, (laughs) stupid, annoying. And that's part of who Harry is. And she doesn't, she's not oblivious to the fact that his behavior is obnoxious at times. Do you think she like cringes when she writes those parts? No, I think she (laughs) giggles. Because then she's like, Hermione's gonna get him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so I mean there's a lot of problems that Hermione points out yeah and like, she is right oh yeah there's first of all the practical problems <laughs> how are we gonna get there what you gonna do what are we gonna do about it there's okay you're seeing this and it's the middle of the day in the ministry of magic is this is that really happening right now that seems unlikely <laughs> doesn't matter And, you know, she points out, okay, you're supposed to be studying occupancy for a reason. Sirius told you that it was the most important Mm -hmm. thing. Because we were afraid of this. Voldemort knows you, right? Oh, yes. And Harry's like, well, but what I I see is real, you know, Ron's dad, etc. Sure, what you see is real, but you are really studying occupancy so that it could not be used against you. Voldemort knows you. Voldemort is smart. He's good at playing on people's emotions. He knows you have a saving people thing. He knows you like serious. Let's think about this. Yeah. But then, like, Ginny comes into the conversation and Harry mentions that, you know, Ron's Mm -hmm. dad. I feel like this, like, swings the tide against Hermione. Maybe. Well, and I... Like, nothing is really going to dissuade Harry, either. Yeah. This is serious. He's in trouble. It cannot stand. So, the best she manages is, well, let's use Umbridge's fireplace and at least check if he's right. there. That was that was good. Pretty good thinking. Mm-hmm. So they devise a plan with Minnie, <laughs> Neville and Ginny. No, with Luna and, and Ginny. Oh, Luna. Sorry, Luna and Ginny uh, to, to just distract students and Ron to distract Umbridge. And Hermione and Harry go to Umbridge's office. Right. So he pokes his head in the fire and Creature is there, unfortunately. And basically says that Sirius is not there and says that he won't leave the Department of Mysteries. Okay. Yeah. So, is Sirius there? I don't know. (laughs) And then is Creature part of the play? Because I feel like this is important, but I don't quite... I completely agree with you in your confusion. 
Because honestly, until you said, I think maybe last episode, oh, that we use Sirius against mm-hmm. him, I had completely forgotten <laughs> that detail, that that's how this whole thing started. It's also a big house. I don't feel like you yelling at a one fireplace really <laughs> is an absolute test in that. He could be up with Buckbeak. Right. Like, is that, that might be where he is, actually. Because I, I think yeah, he but... has to be there, and then, but creature, because we decided creature had left about the Death Eaters, he might kind of be in on this a little bit. He's definitely had some hand in it, but I just, I don't know what or exactly. Or Sirius has already left because I can't quite remember, you know, because obviously they go to the Department of Mysteries, and then later people show up. So was there something already a going on that Sirius was already in route there we'll we'll find out next week I really really don't know I should have looked this up to look smarter but I didn't Uh, but then of course Umbridge catches them yeah that wasn't fun this this whole section I totally forgot so it was exciting. Well, it goes. It yeah, it flies by though. Um, so Umbridge is ca- Umbridge catches him, summons Snape, and says, "Yo, I need more Veritas serum." Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I'm out because you've used all of it on it, Potter." <laughs> Where did that get Nowhere. you? And then she's just like, "Well, I have to know. You have to have something for me." It's like, what do you want me to do about it? Yeah, he says Veritaserum takes a month to brew, it's, which I, I I would believe, but I wonder if well, that's I a lie. Well, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, okay, is Snape trying to help in this situation? Though, at first, he really doesn't know what's going on. No. At this point, he just thinks that they're in his Right, and he's all about, I mean, he's all about punishing Potter, but maybe he would be scared of what he would say but he already gave her the stuff before so okay oh yeah that well that's true okay that's an interesting question did he really give her veritas serum because if he knew that he was going to use it on harry he knows that harry knows things that cannot be told to umbridge but he also I mean, he doesn't know tons of, like, what the Order is doing. He knows about Sirius, and he knows about Grimwald Place. And Snape... Okay, well, that can't be yeah, said Yeah, but Dombridge. Snape also so dislikes Sirius that maybe he wouldn't mind if he told about that. He might not mind Sirius, but Grimwald Place, I think, is more important than that. Yeah, but this is when Snape... We don't believe that Snape is good. (laughs) I know, but... I... I feel like he can't have given her her real Veritas serum. If he has any sanity at all. So he's just hiding it from her. If he had any notion of what she was going to do with it. I don't know. I don't think that's ever addressed, unfortunately. 
Yeah. Though she did not appreciate this <laughs> and decided that you are on probation for being deliberately unhelpful. <laughs> okay. Which, to be fair, Snape loves to be deliberately unhelpful. <laughs> Which, and maybe, is true if what you're saying is accurate. Mm-hmm. So, in his panic as Snape is about to leave, Harry realizes, oh yeah, Snape's in the order, and he, he formulates, he's got Padfoot at the place where it is hidden. That was pretty clever. Yes. As far as cryptic phrases go. All right. And again, I don't remember if that becomes relevant later. <laughs> well, I think at least some of the people that show up later have to be sent by Snape. Mm. Dumbledore shows up. I guess. I guess that makes sense. But then, I mean, I guess in the craziness that ensues. But she's like, oh, what does that mean? And then doesn't really care further to find... Like, Harry's just yelling crazy things, as Snape says. But that doesn't make any sense. Come on. Yeah, well, she's got a solution for everything. She's going to torture the truth out of you. Oh, yeah. Gleefully. Nonetheless. Yeah. And Umbridge also reveals that it was... Her who sent the Dementors after I her. totally forgot that part. Like, I Me forgot too. it when it happened. I mean, I guess, I don't know if I had an answer. But, right, so Dumbledore's defense, his very logical defense to Fudge, was like, either you have someone who is working for Voldemort, basically, in your ministry... Or you don't have control of them and Voldemort is sending them. Which, I guess neither were technically correct, except that someone in the ministry was lying. And this is where, like, Umbridge, you kind of think she's, like, this dutiful, you know, what's the word? Suck up, basically? Am I allowed to say that? But this is where mm -hmm. she's a little bit, like, like, what the minister doesn't know won't hurt him. He wouldn't have approved of me sending Dementors, but he liked the result of it. So I'm just gonna, like, kind of sneakily do all of these tricksy things to create chaos that hopefully will have a result I like. Yeah. Well, she does this. She does the same rationalization for performing Crucio on them. That, oh, the minister will understand. Yeah, that I just illegally tortured a child. Yeah, that's totally fine, guys. It's Harry Potter. We all hate him, right? <laughs> but then Hermione saves the day by declaring, Oh, no, Professor Umbridge, <laughs> I'll confess. Sob, sob, cry, cry. <laughs> we were using your fire to try to contact Dumbledore. Where's Dumbledore? Oh, we tried the <laughs> hog's head and <laughs> all these really dumb places. Because we needed to tell him that his weapon is ready. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously I knew she was lying, but I didn't know where she was going with it all. <laughs> She's smart. <laughs> yes. 
rather clever that one well and right then, of age. it's like oh well all so a delay i was like well then she's no go ahead wants to take everyone but hermione's like no no you know it's actually you're right because the more people that see it hopefully i hope they'll just use it against you bam <laughs> And so then, then Umbridge no longer <laughs> trusts her cronies. Yeah. So they just take Potter and Hermione, who are wandless, on yeah. a trip through the forest. I really thought they were going to go see Gwarp. What? Gwarp. What's his name? Gop. It's hard to Grop. say. Something like that. I don't know. Well, yeah. So Hermione's leading them deeper and deeper. Not... To see Hagrid's little brother. But, and she's making a bunch of noise. But to summon the centaurs. Yeah. And, and they show up. Because she accurately predicted that Umbridge is a terrible person. And will stick her foot in her mouth to be indignant and superior to non-humans. Yeah. I mean, she's just letting out the litany of it, right? They're filthy half-breeds with near-human intelligence. They're only here because the ministry lets you, and you are not allowed to do such and such. I would say for all, you know, we've talked a little bit at various times about kind of the murky, sentient being issues, right? And in some ways, this is a little bit of a... Mm-hmm. A nod and an answer to that, like, like Umbridge exemplifies it in this extreme case of disdain and thinking she has power and superiority, but that doesn't really, like, it's portrayed as being negative, and it doesn't work out too well for her in the end. No. Yeah, and then she eventually pulls her wand out. Yeah. So she gets carried off. Like, I knew this happened to her. But one, I forgot it was here. And two, it's just crazy. (laughs) I mean, she's not killed, she shows up again. But what has happened, I don't want to know. I, it's like, what if you were carried off by a tribe of angry centaurs? I don't know. Well, if we were Pavardi <laughs> and Lavender, we'd probably be really oh, excited. Uh, but then there are still centaurs to deal with. Yeah, Hermione Harry was banking Hermione. on that we're young and innocent thing. And they're all riled up and not buying it. Well, and she puts her foot in her mouth a little bit, too. Yeah, we thought you'd help us. We wanted you to do that. Yeah, we used you. So they're thinking about killing them, too. Yes. Until, of course, Garp. Where does the R go? I always get confused writing it. I think it's at the end, though. Oh. Well, Hagrid's bro shows up very excellent timing he's got and demands that he wants Hagger 
and basically stampedes. <laughs> this was kind of like a heartwarming moment, you know? This great brute who you thought was incomprehending is now showing up your buzzing to the rescue and asking for Hagger and wants Hermie to tell him where Hagger is. Yeah. He's learned some English. I don't know if he really understands the response, but... (laughs) Well, he got a bunch of arrows in the face. That was the response. Then he goes after the centaurs and they sort of sneak away. Yeah. Of course, now just... To let everyone know there's a giant on the loose, but okay. Yeah. Who's going to tie him up again? Yeah. Well, we don't know what happens to him, so we don't have an answer for that. (laughs) No. Um, But, okay, so now Harry and Hermione are free. Don't have any wands, but oh, wait. Ron, Luna, Neville, and Ginny show up with wands in hand. But how they got their wands is a rather unclear and a little too convenient in my opinion but we'll take them well it says they have like marks over them like they got into a fist fight basically with the inquisitorial squad well yeah they they showed off their DA skills and busted out of there but they were they have Harry and Hermione's wands and Umbridge had those Oh, I wonder, is that, is that what it, it says? It definitely says Ron has Harry's wand. Well, I know that they do have them, but does it say that she Well, when them? they were walking into the forest, Harry asked Umbridge if they could have their wands back. And she said no. Hmm. Yeah, that might be a tiny bit of a continuity error there. We'll just imagine that she left them in her office. <laughs> Okay, so now they have wands. They have a bit of an unwanted posse because Neville has somehow gotten himself wrangled up in this. Yeah, it's I forget what they said. Like, he was... He got roped in when he was trying to defend Ginny because he has a little oh, bit of yeah. a crush on Ginny from being taken in by the in, in, eh, Inquisitorial oh, yeah. Squad. Yeah. Showing his bravery. Yes. I also totally forgot that they got involved with this. Yeah, we're, you know, for the other the other books where it's like Harry mm-hmm. goes it alone, I think we're still going to have a Harry showdown moment. But now we got a bunch of people coming well, yeah, along. Yeah, which, I mean, he's not happy about because you're too young and this is not your battle. <laughs> Only I am brave and worthy and willing enough, basically. I... Yeah, this is my saving yeah. people thing, people. Yeah. Back off. And it's dangerous, but, so, oh, you know, I will sacrifice myself. <laughs> um, he tries to say that, well, there's no way for you guys to get there, but Luna is full of bright ideas. Oh, you mean these, like, bone <laughs> horses? We could just fly those, I guess. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, they're... They're like, we're in this now, and you taught us all those things, so this is when it's for real. Isn't this why you taught us those things? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but, but. 
<laughs> he even there's even some horrible comment about like him and Ron were thinking that of all the people in DA, this is not who they would choose. I was like, That's rude. <laughs> Well, Neville, referring to Neville and Luna. Well. But Neville I, has showed remarkable exactly. improvement. He's like, works the hardest and does the best now. And Luna looks at the world at an <laughs> angle. And sometimes you need that. <laughs> to apt description. Yeah. They're all the thestrals that are there. Yeah, because they're covered in blood. Yeah, that's nice. So we'll just. Giant blood, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. They'll just ride them and figure the rest out when they get there. Yeah, hopefully Thestrals know their way to the Ministry of Magic. Well, as Luna reminded us, they're like good at finding destinations. But he takes them to the visitor's entrance in London. So these, I guess they'll be invisible, but they're just going to ride up the London street? It's supposed to be in a busy place. (laughs) Don't mind my undead horses here. Oh, yeah. Are they invisible to muggles? All of them? Oh, I would think so, yeah. But they still have... They still occupy space. Like, if a Thestra lands on you, wouldn't you feel it? I think so. <laughs> All right. Oh. But that's that's the end of our chapters. We're flying off into the night. Is it night? No. I don't know. They just had dinner. Okay. And to go on our saving people mission, which I'm sure will go off without a hit. <laughs> Nothing bad will happen at all. Right. You know, we just no one will die. We just think that Voldemort is there and Sirius is there. Oh my gosh! Ah. This is when it gets real, people. <laughs> yep. So let's see, how real is it going to get next time? Okay, so next time will be chapters 34, 35, and 36, which is the Department of Mysteries, Beyond the Veil. Oh, no. And the only one he ever feared. Oh, wait. I thought there was four chapters left, so how... No, there's five left. So we're going to do three and two? Three and two, yeah. Okay. So this, I think... Well, I think this will will this encompass all of the final battle? It seems like it. Are we just going to be left with the two like wrap up sad chapters? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be sad, and I think we get a lot of Dumbledore explaining too. Okay. Um. Yeah, because the only one he ever feared that has to be Dumbledore yes. showing up and be like, "I got this." <laughs> oh, and then we'll yeah. So two. We'll be done with. At Christmas, basically, we'll be done with the fifth book. All right. Five books in a year. Well, no, I guess less than a year, because we started in roughly April. Or, no, not April. That can't be right. Oh, because we went on our trip in April. Yeah. Probably February? Yeah, well, this has been what? This is episode 42. That's 42 weeks. How many weeks in a year? 52? Yes. So, yeah. Well... Join us next time for, I guess, sadness, depending on how much you like Sirius. <laughs> Are you saying some might be elated at this? No. I'm just saying this one never hit me particularly hard. Wow. You think I'm the cold-hearted one. Well, you hate animals, okay? <laughs> so? 
I'm just saying there are a lot worse deaths in here. Yeah, but Sirius is a person that Harry loves. And you're just like, whatever. Animals are more important. I feel bad for Harry. But you don't think it's really a great loss that Sirius is dead? (laughs) I mean, he's a person and he had a sad life and blah, blah, blah. But Hermione's right. He was very reckless. Wow. You just said he deserved to die. No, I didn't. You heard it here, people. (laughs) She has deserved to die. Don't write me any letters. He lived his whole life in Azkaban, falsely accused of being the traitor to his best friends. He finally gets out, is denied the revengeful murder he longed for, and then was forced (laughs) to live in Grimwald Gross Place, his parents' house, trapped in his terrible parents house for two years and now he's gonna die because someone thought he was gonna die oh that's a good way he's gonna die because someone thought he was gonna die self-fulfilling prophecy it's sad it's but i will say i'm sadder for harry than i am for myself and the loss of the character not that i thought he was a bad character i just wasn't particularly attached to him i think he's a good well-written character does lupin die oh oh honey do you want me to tell you oh no (laughs) oh no do you want to know oh no i was like wait i I kind of think he does but does he but i think because what's his name his son doesn't oh no do you want to know or not oh no i'm just gonna assume he does Okay. <laughs> oh no. You don't remember who all died? Fred died? Like in the course of the books? Fred? George? I never remember which one, I'm sorry. And I don't know who else does. Don't tell me. Dumbledore? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, oh boy, that's coming up too. I was so angry when that happened. <laughs> well, and it was at the end. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a discussion for the end of the next book. But boy, angry. Don't angry. By the way, the saddest death is Dobby. Just so you know. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, see, look, you caring about the creatures. <laughs> uh, anyway. Join us next time for that, where we debate the relative sadness of Sirius's death. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That's awful. Edit that out. No. You said it because you believe it. <laughs> anyway, come back to hear me say more terrible things. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Weird Sisters Pod, and you can rate and review us on iTunes, which would be uh, much appreciated. Until next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.